The Built Environment is a discussion program that deals with various topical issues like estate valuation, property management, as they affect the functionality and efficiency of the environment. Tune in to Yabatech Radio 89.3 FM every Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. The Built Environment is powered by the School of Environmental Studies, Yaba College of Technology. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Built Environment, powered by the School of Environmental Studies, Yaba College of Technology. Today's program is straight to the point. Housing deficit in Nigeria, true or false? We have two distinguished personalities in our midst here to trash this topic to the fullest. First and foremost, we have from the academics. I'm sure it has come with statistics and numerical factors to confirm whether there is deficit or not. Professor Timothy Benga Nubi is from the University of Lagos. He leads the Center of Housing and Sustainable Development at the University of Lagos. The center has been involved in conducting various research and delivers capacity building courses on academic programs in the field of housing and real estate development. He has been involved, was former dean of Faculty of Environmental Studies between 2015 and 2017, was appointed to the appointed to the Tenka Board of Nigeria's Federal Housing Authority, FHA. He has also played a major role in various real estate development association program Redan. Professor Tumbi, Professor Nubi, sorry. You're welcome, sir. Thank you so much. Yes, and the second person is a fantastic gentleman. Town planner Abimbola Peter Ononeye. He is a retired director from Lagos State Ministry of Housing in 2016. He has worked almost in every department of the Ministry of Fiscal Planning. He is a graduate of Urban Engineering Planning, Kaduna Poli, a postgraduate diploma of Yabatek ah, alumni. Welcome, sir. And he is also a fellow of the Institute of Nigeria, Institute of Town Planners. Town Planner Abimbola, you're welcome, sir. Thank you very I'm much. I'm also an alumnus. I'm actually here. Oh, Professor, yes, yes, yes. Welcome. I worked here for seven years. Thank God you have raised that up. When I did the post, I put TPL. Ah, this is ah, you're not a top player, top player. Ah, no. I changed ah. to estate management. You are not a full estate yes. manager. That's good. Thank you very much, sir. Where Welcome, the money sir. is? Where the money is? <laughs> yes, it's not like a normal debate. Speak for you or speak against you. <laughs> no. Okay. okay, housing deficits in Nigeria. Is it true or is it false? Who wants to go first? Let, let's start from the academics, sir. Yes, yes. First on the visa. Yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big it's a big question. And it's a big question and it's so because we're uh, we run a nation where we don't have without data. Mm. We're a nation that does embarks upon planning without data. And uh, there's really no way. Uh, that can really work. There's no way that can work. 
But that has been our experience. Mm. So a few weeks ago, precisely about three weeks ago, the minister said there was no housing deficit. And that really broke the, the internet. Hmm. Yes. Because many people were furious. So what is this man doing? Saying? How can he say there is no housing deficit? But we were, well, he was just looking at it. We, we, there, there's no one. If I say there is housing deficit, I can't prove it. Okay. If they say there is none, they can prove it. But what he was just basing his argument upon was that there are a lot of vacant houses in Abuja. There are a lot of vacant houses in Lekki. Yes. There are a lot of vacant houses that were not occupied. So how are you saying that a nation have thousands of houses that were not occupied and you are saying there is deficit? Hmm. So he said there is no deficit. That let anybody come and prove to him that there is deficit. And he will show them thousands of houses in Abuja that are empty. Thousands in Ikoyi, thousands at... And that's a very serious issue. Hmm. That's a very serious issue. And uh, these are things I've been saying for over the years. That those who are parading deficits, we have to be very careful. We have to break it down. We have to define it. Okay. Because from literature, you just see people, it started as five million housing deficit yeah. in the 90s. Every year, someone will just add figure without research. Up to the point that we say in 2020 that we have 20 million housing deficit. Hmm. Who did the research? Nobody is telling us. So that's what the problem is. Somebody just wake up in this country and just say, we have so so. And everybody begins to say it. It was 17 million for many years. All of a sudden, somebody just felt tired of the 17 million. I just said it, should, it must have increased. And that's what the minister was saying. But I challenge them. I'm not saying there's no housing deficit. But we cannot say this is the extent of the deficit. Okay. From his own argument. And from our point of view. Because I kept on asking my students or in seminars, in workshops. I kept on asking people. I said, okay, we have 17 million housing deficit. They say yes. That's what the nation say. That's what the United Nations say. I said, okay, no problem. What is an average household size in Nigeria? Hmm. We say it's five. Husband, father, uh, husband, wife, wife, and three children. We all know there's more than that. Yes. But for just to simplify it, we say, okay, let's assume it's five. One family, three children. Three, one family, five family. And then we are saying that we have deficit of 17 million. Hmm. Then we must uh, 20 million now. I said, what's the population of the nation now? The population of this country is, they are saying 200 million now. It used to be 170 million or 180 million. Then the question now is that if we multiply 17, uh, if we multiply 5 by 20 million that they are saying is the deficit now, then we are saying 100 million. And our population is 200 million. That one too cannot be substantiated. Because we are a nation that does our things on guesswork. Nobody ever commissioned research. So now I'm saying that if we are 200 million now, and 
Deficit is 20 million. Then, 5 times 20, 100. Hmm. Are we saying that 100 Nigerians are homeless? Hmm. Are we saying that half of Nigerians are not sleeping in homes? Hmm. So, that really frightens anyone. Of course. That, look, we can't say that. Then I, I always go forward to tell them that what does United Nations mean by 20 million housing deficit? Because once we are able to define the deficit, the mm. nature and the structure, then we begin to make progress as a nation. Okay. Like Oedipo said, necessity is the mother of invention. Mm-hmm. But it has become a mother of frustration in Africa. We frighten ourselves with size six. And we say, oh, 20 million housing deficit. How can we cope with it? If I thought a unit is 5 million times 20, 100 trillion, we won't have money. So the problem will be forever. So we use it to frighten ourselves. Okay. Now I'm saying that, look, what United Nations is saying is that the houses at K2, houses at Ojota, that has no pipe water, electricity, access road to them. Mm-hmm. They were not counted, though they are built with mabu. They were not regarded as proper house. Okay. Because before United Nations can say this is a house, it must have access. It must have access yes. to electricity, access to pipe and water, okay. access to communal facilities. So those houses in Ojota and K2, they were not counted. Okay. So they now come up with this deficit. A, a house that is still using pit toilet or septic tank, septic tank, is not rated as a proper house, United Nations. Because this is the only country in the world where we still warehouse waste, human waste. Mm. All over the world, it goes to the central sewer. So these are criteria that they use to, to take Ketu Ojota off the stasis. So if we can bring them to the standard so we have houses. We will not see wow. Wow. <laughs> It's difficult to stop Professor Nubi. He has everything. Um, let's go to the ministry. Tampan um, Abimbala, is there housing deficits in Nigeria? From the government, look, I'm sure you must have involved in several housing projects, LSDPC and Co. Uh, well, you see, like uh, the prof said, mm. housing is germane uh, to facility and services provision. Okay. Then we're talking of quality housing. Okay. And if you are living and you are not living in a standard form, That's right. mm-hmm. you are not part of the data. Okay. No, I, don't, I don't know if we are going to get this data. I understand there is a, a process in place as argued by the federal ministry okay. that they wanted to prove a point. As a matter of fact, they are even claiming that we should disregard all references about housing deficits. Mm. Of course, that's what I learned from my little investigation, though it's an internal investigation from the staffers, mm. that as long as you have houses in the villages that are not occupied, you have houses in Abuja and the VI and what have you, don't forget that those are choice houses. And physically, let us look at it from a physical point of view. Are we really living in Nigeria that we can say we have adequate housing? Mm-hmm. Look at the way people are living. 
there are no facilities. Okay. Even the standard room is not standard. standard. Talk of roads. If you take inventory of good roads in Nigeria, don't let us be afraid to say the truth. We don't have good roads. The security is nil. Electricity is nil. So what are we talking about? And my own position is, as long as people are living, okay. it's a factor of population, demand and supply. And some people, majority of the people cannot be accommodated in a standard house. Yes. Of course there is deficit. Because if you have a touch house and you have a comfortable house, if you give a normal, sane human being an option, he will want to live in a comfortable environment. As long as those things are not present and you are finding human beings living under high tension, living in slums, under the bridge, under the bridge, then something must have led to that. Okay. They were not born to live like that anyway. They are pigs. <coughs> so, from physical assessment, there is deficit. Wow. Yes, um, 070-1800-1783 is the studio line 1-091-3134-110, the second line. Yaba Tech Radio 89.3 FM, the station will divide. We are still here handling or tackling the issue of housing deficit in Nigeria. Uh, Prof, I grew up with housing for all by the year, 2000 by the year, but all this housing for all has not met all the for us for us. And we still have, even the Land Use Act is supposed to make land accessible to every Nigerian. So, what's now happening that everywhere does not, everybody does not, housing is not for everybody? Yeah. Oh, we have a call. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Who is that, please? Good afternoon. My name is Zion John Kennedy. Zion John Kennedy, okay. From where? Hello? Hello? Please do call again. Yes. Housing for all these housing programs, housing policies, housing this and that. And everybody does not have a housing over the ref. What? Where, where did we miss or what's the problem with that? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And um, there were so many promises that were unfulfilled as a nation hmm. that has led to the frustration and answer. There are so many promises. Uh, someone joked that after the people in Niger Delta were promised better life, and each year a governor will tell them it's a pipeline, it's in the pipeline. <laughs> so they decided to break the pipe to see what is in the pipeline. So it's a, it's a nation that is... Um, suffered a lot of deceit from mm. those who are in government, mm. uh, lack of sincerity. It's a nation that has been short-sighted in their approach to things. And it's a nation that has justice in education, that an average person, though they have university degree, but they remain illiterate. It's a nation that finds difficult to translate policies to action plans. We have plans as nation, first development plan, second development plan. But uh, we found that we never delivered on our development plan. 
Lord, there was really no commitment. Every policy was seen as political propaganda. Hmm. So there was really no political willpower to support. So we just felt that let them promise better days ahead for the electorate. And once they get their vote, they That's forget right. about what they promise. They go back to them. Uh, all these things have been part of what we have inherited and that have defined our history. But as a person, I'm not frustrated. I believe that we can rewrite the history of this country. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Part of the is, is elite is high level of illiteracy to, be, to think that everybody can have their houses mm-hmm. is an act of irresponsibility. Not everybody can ever. There's no nation in the world, including the great America, that everyone owns their house. It's not possible. It's not humanly possible. Hmm. It's running away from responsibility on the part of government. By the time they are saying that let everybody go and struggle to have their houses. In developed economy like Britain, they are li- limited to what the market can supply. Yeah. And those who cannot consume from the markets, government now take care of them in terms of council houses. Okay. There are so many people in any society that they are poor. And the Bible says that the poor will always be among us. So there are so many people in this society that will never be able to acquire, to pay rent, to pay, to buy houses. So it's not, it's not, it's nonsensical to say that housing for all. Housing can never be for all. Hmm. Even in my village. <laughs> my grandparents were tenants in a village. Hmm. To tell you the level of poverty. But yet, there are people that are still renting houses in the village. Yeah. That's why the fact that those factors of construction houses were just at their backyard. Yeah. So, that's life. Hmm. So, when you look at those policies, they really did not say housing for all. They said that to make every Nigerian have access to affordable housing. Affordability. Access. Access. That asset does not connote ownership. That if I'm renting, I should not pay more than 30% of my income. Hmm. Not all Americans are living in their houses. In Saisis, only 72%. Others are renters. And my shoes to be a renter. It's my choice. But within my income, I must have a decent place that I will lay my head. Hmm. And in that part of the world, no one really lay claim to a particular house for their lifetime. They live in three types of houses. As a growing young person, you live in a studio apartment. When you marry, you move to a bigger apartment. When you become old and your children have left, they downscale into something small. So, there's nowhere in the world that you see everyone. And because of the misinterpretation of this thing, it affected so many things. Uh, probably we can go to that uh, after my friend has made his own contribution. Yes, affordability came up and I'm sure um, let's come down to Lagos State. Lagos State government has done a series of um, housing projects, 
LSDPC direct um, housing process, and I don't think the level of um, 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 deficiency is that more in government housing than private housing. What does availability play a role in that? What role does it play in that line? Thank you very much. Uh, the fact on the ground is this. As a government representative, those days, okay. there are limits to what you can say to the public. Okay. But thank God one is out. <laughs> Freedom of expression from observation. The managerial process of housing deliveries in the ministry, in the Lagos state government, is embedded in shrewdness. From the land acquisition, there is problem. The law says if you take over people's property, you are supposed to compensate. So we have a battle on that. And government uses fists to acquire this land, enter into private dialogue, quiet some people. Of course, they have the ace. They go in. Now you look at the professional angle too. They are highly impatient Hmm. to abide with the professional process. So you have designs that are forced on the end users. And when you look at it all, the implementation process, the funding, and everything about it is zero on public fund. Hmm. So, who monitors the government as as regards the wastages that are usually recorded in the process of housing delivery, for instance? I have a lot of nightmare. Look at Ilubiri, for instance. Yes. Ilubiri, at inception, was meant for public car park to relieve his ECOWAS loading bay Hmm. under the bridges. And all of a sudden, somebody just came around and said, okay, let's use it for public housing. You start wondering, okay, they allow the soil analysis investigation to be carried out. And the recommendation of the investigation report was saying for every pillar that is supposed to be sunk, the, the drilling, the minimum depth of one pillar in a, in a block of 46 pillars yes, yes. that are going down, drilling, one pillar is supposed to be average of 40 meters. And you will need, for a block, you will need 56. What does that tell us? It's telling us that that place is no development area. And we went ahead and we are proposing about 100 and something blocks. And the government is paying 
So the other question you ask yourself, okay, let's say, okay, we have the money. What is going to be the cost implication on the end users? How will they maintain? Because you still need to do drainages, you still need to do sewage, and so many other things. So that is why that thing keep on crawling and crawling because it's a mismatch of use. And you can go on and on and see the managerial process in some of the buildings that they have built. Some of them are not delivered on time. No businessman will go into that kind of a venture. You can't build like uh, 160, 130,000 units down and you are stocking it up for people to ballot for it and you are maintaining the building as in the case of uh, Igbogbo housing estate and so many, many more of those Lagos homes of those days hmm. until now that they now say, okay, let these people have these houses and then be renting and paying a little sum of money and continue to enjoy these facilities while we live. So if you cumulatively you see that it is economic wastage and some of those houses are not accessible for now because they are lacking some facilities. Owners cannot go in hmm. except those ones that are in choices area that were purposely built to satisfy some of their, their friends and relatives. Seriously. Thank you. Um, Slow line is still on 0701800173 Yaba Tech Radio 89.3 FM, the station with the vibes. Mm -hmm. Professor Nubisa, now we have established that deficit may be or may not be, depending on what we are looking at. Is there any hope of um, closing this gap or making every Nigerian have access? Yes. That's access. The world is now having access. There's hope now. And uh, this hope is very cheap. Very cheap? Oh, yes. The hope mm. is very cheap now. You see, like I said earlier, we use IC to frighten ourselves. Okay. Say, ah, we have 20 million housing deficit. Mm. Let's even say that each unit is 5 million. 5 million times 20 million. Wow. 100 it's trillion. If at all Nigeria do not budget anything for education, military, just face housing alone. You can't come to this. Instead of doing anything, let's give up. Let's give up. Mm. So that's where SISIS is used it's to frustrate. That's why you use SISIS to frustrate. And I get on say that if you look at the amount that is required to come to Britannica to go to university, no parent will send their child to school. To yeah. school. If you know that for this child to finish from HND1 to HND from ND1 to HND2, for those five years, it will require about five million. Every family say, Where would I get five million? Doesn't work that way. You do it as you go. Even the scriptures say, can't put all your wealth together for you start so you, you put it to you. So that's actually our problem. Hmm. Instead of using sciences to empower ourselves, you use it to frustrate ourselves. They're fighting us. Say, ah, 200 billion, trillion. 
Nigerian uh, earning is decreasing. Where are we going to have money to do this thing? We just give up. Say, so, oh, I can't have uh, one million to send my child through university. So let him stay at home. Nobody does that. Little by little, you yeah. give it to him, and the child is making progress. That's where we have to go to. I get on saying that every Nigerian can have access to decent housing. Yes. We can. We can in the sense that what needs to be our preoccupation in the next 20 years, I said this at my inaugural in 2015, which I titled Beyond Brick and Mortar, that what we need is a regeneration approach. About regeneration. Like my friend said, people are living somewhere. Yes. Where they are living is substandard. People are living at K2. I lived at K2 for about 12 years. The house that I was living in, the floor was tiles, great white tarazo. The front wall elevation. They use mosaic ties to finish it. And it's in K2. It's in K2. And the United Nations did not regard it as a house. <laughs> Why? Because it's a struggle to get to the house. Hmm. Bad road. If that is our story, there are thousands of houses at the meter that have been depreciated. Hmm. Abandoned there. The meter there is land already. There is drainage that has collapsed. There is electricity. There is this infrastructure that has collapsed. Yes, All we just ground. need to bring them up is a fraction of what is needed to a buy a new parcel of land towards a pair that is far from where people are working. Hmm. Clear it and start afresh. And each time government thinks of housing, what comes to their mind? New, house, new houses. Hmm. We are, we are living somewhere before. This deficit of 20 million, the 100 million are not yes. under the bridge. They are living somewhere in Makoko, in Abule Jesha, in Karu, in Abuja. They are already living on the land. So there is nothing like where are they going to get land to accommodate them? They are living somewhere. Hmm. What all they do all over the world is to go to those areas and regenerate them. Where there is no road, give them road. Where there is no water, give them water. Then it comfortable. It become what you can have in stock. In 1977, federal government discovered that there were millions of houses across the country that have been built to roof stage. That's in stock. And they just gave roof loan. Mm. And people roofed their houses. The amount to roof your house is different from what to start afresh. And thousands of units were released into the market. Hmm. So, let's all stop frightening ourselves. There is Abulo Joshua. And this is a model I've been preaching. If you see Elijah, Odusi Street, at Badiga, these are areas that are undergoing government intervention. Interlocking blocks to Elijah, Odusi Street, Interlocking blocks going to Marina, uh, inter, uh, Street, interlocking blocks. Almost part of Badiga Road, government have done road. Government is building schools there. 
there's electricity there. All government just have to do is to make money available to people to upgrade their houses. Okay. The amount I need to upgrade my house is not the same as what you need to upgrade your house. So we said, let us take inventory of Shomolu. You have already done road. You have done water. You have done market. You have done school. You have rebuilt school. The whole length of Oroshoki uh, to University of Lagos is under intensive construction now. That's your input as government. But the houses, you found that at Ilaje, we have these houses with beautiful road and the houses that are still Ramshaku houses. Hmm. Empower the people. Let Lagos State uh, LBIC be the investment corporation. Give them house improvement loan. Instead of looking for loan to do new build, which most of the financial institutions are giving today, make improvement loan available to people. Within a short time, the whole they will those houses that are substandard, they will become standard houses, and this deficit will reduce it substantially. Substantially. I remember there was time during the government fashion I said purposes on along major roads. If they don't upgrade paint. paint it, yes. the government will come and acquire acquire it. Now from what Prof has said, do you think that is the way out of this housing deficit if there's any at all? Uh, well I w- I would say yes. I would say yes. Because hmm. if you don't improve a deplorable situation, you can't gain anything no. from it. A case in point now is look at that uh, new improvement of uh, uh, Penn Cinema. Okay. Sometimes I wonder what is the problem with we administrator of the environment? You know this improvement is coming on the bridge. Yeah. You see how fantastic it is? Look at the neighborhood. I think there should be a follow-up plan, improvement plan. Okay, this is the situation now, and this is what people should do to come to this expected level yes, of attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the government is always, <coughs> always running away from their responsibilities mm. as into where to put money. If you are improving an area, you should come on with kind of soft loan to assist the occupants and give them a mandate. And it is that mandate that we use as your monitoring device. Yes. That, okay, between so-so-so period of time, we want you to come up to this level. And if you need to improve no. or you want to rebuild your house, it is the onus is on you to follow this <laughs> model. Okay. You got it. Because we have spent money. But the government will just come with an improvement plan in terms of roads. They call it infrastructural provisions. How about the human being? Where are they? When are they going to enjoy the dividend of democracy? Hmm. You will demolish their houses. Some of them will not get compensation. 
and you will still want them under this harsh economy to go and improve their houses. You will not give them any soft landing. You will not give them a direction. So we are back to square one. Yeah. Hmm. If I can come in, you know. Yes, sir. We had a program about uh, last week on a home improvement loan. I brought in the community members. And I was telling them all over the world, this is the way it works. You have to empower the people. You know, one thing I said at that meeting was that there was a time in this Lagos, there was a time in this Lagos that toilet was through bucket. We call them a big book. When the toilet. Bucket toilet. So they are people we use handkerchief to cover their face, like we are using we wearing masks. No. Like we are wearing masks now. And when they pass you and you perceive the odor, <laughs> if you should say, mm -hmm, they will use their the broom, broom to smash the waste it's on you. Yeah. That was the way waste was. Mm. But government legislated that it should become pit toilet. Okay. It became pit toilet. But we still found out that this is my house, this is your house. Well, it's only one wall that is between us. And in this part of your own house, you have your pit toilet. And in the other side, I have my shallow well. Mm. And cholera was killing people. So government said, no, this can't work. They, they, Let there be safety tank. And the vehicles came in. Let there be safety tank. So, so that we don't pollute the yeah. water. And government is moving on now to say, let there be central treatment plant in every neighborhood which is actually the ultimate the way to go regeneration is like that but you see all over the world when you say people should improve on their loan on their my grandfather's house is at Sumratu there we are sharing boundary with Sumratu at Ojoinri there Sumratu, Sumratu Grammar School uh, Joshua there. Yeah. Just by Ooh. the by the some uh, uh, people they always play football to break uh, windows, windows and all the rest. So what I'm saying is that it's a four it's a four flat house. But there was a time all of us, all my uncles and bro big brothers, they built their houses. They left. There was no commitment to the repair of the family, of the, house. Of the family house. So there was a time we needed to change the roof. We needed to change the windows to modern windows because there are louvers that were there. So when houses are around, we're going for 600000 per annum as rent. You are still collecting one eighty hmm. because the house is it's in a bad shape. And the, family, the children have moved on with their own property. So the property is there. These are the properties all across Lagos that government is calling distressed buildings now that they must remove by ultimatum. But all over the world, what they do is that there's home improvement loan available. There's home improvement loan available. You see, on the 12th of August, 2021, there was this headline after our workshop. And they say, a boy Government gives landlord 14 days ultimatum to renovate their buildings. Hmm. From which fund? From where would they get <laughs> the money from? So, that's the missing link. Hmm. That we told them that, look, let's carry out this evaluation for you. Okay. We will tell you 
what is needed to upgrade each house. As town planner prepared master plan and the carriers of it, let us carry out this evaluation. And let's tell you number four, Shogule Street is this. in Shomolu. This is the state. This is how much this person needs. We are not going to provide it. You only create fund. These houses, they have tenants already. They can't default. They can't default. You see, this is the way to go. You don't just legislate. Houses along this uh, uh, Road should be painted. It is good to come up with such policy. But you tell them, you get the money available. available. It's not compulsory. And to really tie down to what my friend said and my brother said, yes, uh, there is a ministry, there is a department that ought to do what Tamplana Onaleye said. And it's supposed to be one of the most busy agencies in Lagos that people will be coming all over the world to learn from. Mm. And that's Lasura. Okay. Lasura is the Lagos State Urban Renewal Agency. Agency. They look at their provision. All these things were there. I've read their edit. The law, they are backed by law. Lasura can declare Somolu a redevelopment mm -hmm. area by proclamation. And immediately they declare Somolu reclamation area. They are responsibility of government, which government is already doing. Stated clearly their responsibility of landlord. If they tell the landlord, Go and bring your building to this particular state. They have no option. And they don't do it. Government should do it for them. They will pay. That's it. They will pay. It's their stated. But why is Nasura not functioning? Nasura is not functioning not because they are ignorant. In the last 10, 15 years, I've been working with them. Mm. But they are just people that are set in their mindset. And they want to do things the way their forefathers have been, been doing, doing it. Personally, our time is up, and I don't think we can go any further. I'd love to ask just one more question, if my president just allowed that. I only want to know the role of the private sector because of our time. We'll cut it off. Thank you for coming for this program. We have a second round, definitely, so that can really deal it more deep. Next Wednesday, we're expecting the chairman of Lagos State, NITP, Tamplana Yadijumo. Yeah, they, they can continue with the discussion. Yes, and... Um, Atopcon Chairman Dr. Olaiwola to come yeah. and talk on land use planning and analysis report. No, Lupa. They, they can conclude our part. Oh, yes. The, the <laughs> Lupa is what, what, what yeah. Lupa is, is yeah. mentioned, and that's what Lagos yeah. State is talking about. I'm very grateful for your time. Sorry, it's a short, just one eye. No, no, it's okay. God. no, it's not even up to It's 45 minutes. Yes, it's not up to one Thank it's you for coming. My producer, the Lady Ohiza, thank you for the show. Next Wednesday is another day. By God's grace, Yaba Tech Radio 89.3 FM. Thank it's you. my great pleasure. Thank you, everybody, to come for this program. Uh, I'm delighted. Thank you very this much. This is my sir. school, and I have so much sentiment, uh, emotional <laughs> attachment to this. Thank you. So and I'm much. happy for the great work that yes. we are doing here. Thank, Thank you, Keep it up. God bless you all.